views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WM Management of WNRI. Authors Hour. Get the story behind the story. It's all on the Authors Hour. You'll get to hear the authors talking about their books and the journey behind how it all began. Join the opportunity to hear the insights on what inspired them to write it. Now, here is your host, Wayne G. Barber. Good morning, America. It's Tuesday morning, 9.05. You know what that means. Another edition of the award-winning Authors Hour radio program on Smoker 99.9 FM, WNRI. Transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks and all hair styles by Worcester Hair Company. And Little General Stores. By God, there's one in your neighborhood. And they got some specials going on that expire on 3-20-22. And that is stuffed clams at $1.99 each. Uh, top round steak at $5.99 a pound. And Jeff Gamas, second favorite next to pizza, liverwurst at $5.99 a pound. Association of Rhode Island Authors. Anyone can join the Association of Rhode Island Association of Authors. But you'll find that a published author and an aspiring author with a complete manuscript will benefit most from our membership. In addition, your membership fee helps support all Rhode Island's most talented writers. Benefits of being an ARA membership include networking with dozens of local published authors at our monthly meetings that are always held on the second Thursday of the month. Presentations from industry pros on a wide array of published topics, exclusive invitations to speak and conduct your presentations at libraries and other venues. Advance notice of any expos, festivals, and any other event where books are sold. A reduced table fee at the Rhode Island Authors Expo, a website link in IRA's members directory, and so much more. Check us out at www.riauthors.org. I did. Lively Literati at the East Greenwich Hotel will be resuming. Uh, that's once a month with two authors and then open mic after that. And our brand new anthology, I believe it's our seventh one in the association's history, is open right now. And the theme is Iconic Rhode Island. 5,000 word limit on that. And Martha is accepting all that work right now to be reviewed by an independent panel to see if it makes the cut. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. And today, our nephew, our great-nephew, turns 20, Jaden Roy, JoJo's boy, uh, Timmy Boldick, 42 today. And the Queen of Harrisville, Sharon Vizina, a big happy birthday today. And that's going to be one heck of a party tonight. And those are the author of our birthdays for 3-15-22. Uh, we also have uh, Belu's Flowers will be open in about an hour or so. And I did notice on the way in this morning, as I was snooping down Diamond Hill Road, they still have an ample supply of those Canadian wood pellets. 
you know, with the uh, cost of diesel fuel going up with the trailer trucks and transportation over the uh, Canadian border to get them down here and everything, I would not be under the uh, little delusion of this warm weather we're going to have this week, even though it's expected to hit 70 with the global warming from the war. All that heat's just coming right across the water. But uh, I would take advantage now and lock in. And get a pallet of those pallets right now for the rest of this year and to start next year. You know, things change awful quick in transportation and all that type of thing. Now, the other thing that Belu's Flowers has is a fantastic gift uh, section. Uh, Best and Read Awards uh, winner in the call in the Times. And um, five years in a row. Jeannie will match up the perfect gift for you. It's a full florist, and you know flowers from a florist last longer from the street peddlers. Another item they have is, uh, you know, we was talking about Bob Martin and Crossroads and a few of the other ones that advertise with W1RI, and they're saying, Jesus, you know, put the house on the market, it's sold the first day, the second day. There's been so much flipping going on now, you don't know who your neighbors are. You want to lure them to your yard right now with this warm weather? Get some Barbeck smoking pellets. Same company that makes the wood pellets for the stove. Uh, two flavors, one for fish and white, you know, uh, light stuff and uh, for chicken and stuff. And then there's one for the red meats. Take a handful of it, wrap it in foil, put some holes in with a fork, put it on your fire before you fire up that grill. Sends that aroma through the neighborhood. It'll lure those brand new neighbors into your backyard. And now you'll know who your neighbors are. You'll get them in there. It works the same way as fresh popcorn or a fresh brewed coffee. It lures them right in. And then you'll know. Because there's been so much flipping going on. And Belu's Flowers does a delivery service too. Ralph really appreciates it. 401-766-3165. And book love is gourmet. You're talking about aroma. I can smell it here. She normally opens at 10, but she got some uh, arrivals yesterday in by trailer truck of new editions of books. So book love is gourmet has got that Hogan Brothers coffee right brewing right now. And boy, what an assortment she has. And join us. It started March 4th and 5th, celebrating 27 years in business. Book Love is Gourmet, very receptive to local authors and local poets. Get your work in the store, schedule a book signing or an event right there, and uh, she'll really put you on the map. Raffles, giveaways, deals, treats are still going on right now. And thank you for supporting local independent bookstores. 72 East Main Street in Webster, Mass. It's Book Lovers Gourmet since 1995. Give her a call from 10 o'clock and above at 508-949-6232. On the line right now, we have our very first guest of the day. And the name of the outstanding book is The Duke's Pursuit by USA Today best-selling author Golden Angel. And you're saying, boy, what a heck of a name that is. Let me read a little bit about it on this. When Philippa first debuted in society, her black hair and sapphire eyes earned her the nickname Lady Twilight, as well as an attention of Everett Cavendish, 
the Marquis of Harleyton. But when the Everett's parents objected to the match, she spurned Philippia, married the Earl of Essex instead. And this is the type of the book, if it is. And Golden Angel is a USA Today best-selling author, Amazon Top 50 best-selling author, Barnes & Noble best-selling author, and a self-described Bibliophile with a kinky bent who loves to write stories for the characters in her head. If she didn't get them out, she'd pretty sure she'd just go a little crazy. She is happily married. Oh, shucks. Old enough to know better, but still too young to care. And a big fan of happily ever afters. Strong heroes and heroines and sizzling chemistry. And that is Golden Angel. Good morning, mystery author. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> this How is a golden you? opportunity for me. <laughs> 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 I knew you would be alive one. The way this book is written, I'll tell you, you got me hooked. Oh, God, well, thank you. It's, yeah, I, I love my historical romance. <laughs> what caught me on this, you, you, your publicist on this, Heather, got this book right up to me. And all she put on the outside of the package was, Wayne, this one's for you. So she knows what kind of <laughs> what I like to read and stuff. But it, it's so appropriate for this age because uh, one of the biggest shows on cable TV right now, it's phenomenal numbers, is that Bridgerton on Netflix? Mm -hmm. And it goes so perfect with this book. And then my era, HBO has come back with this new series, and they re-upped it a couple of weeks ago, The Gilded Age. You know, uh, oh, yeah, I saw some uh, previews for that. Oh, my God. I love it because, you know, I am so hooked on the Downton Abbey thing from PBS and Masterpiece. Mm -hmm. The Gilded Age is 100% set up in New York versus yeah. Europe. And the names are yeah, so familiar. Really <laughs> and that mystery of the... Uh, the trusses and all the different types of dressing and matchmaking and stuff. This book mm -hmm. just hits it right on the the timing oh. on this is unbelievable. I, I got very lucky with the timing because um, you know when you're working with a publisher. Uh, I wrote this book two years ago. It was submitted to them in 2020, before you know, like before Bridgerton even came out that year, and. So we, uh, we just got so lucky with the timing, which I am not sad about. You said you wrote this book two years ago? Yeah. And did it sit on the, the, back? Uh, sit on the back burner yeah, somewhere? Well, so, uh <laughs> no, it's just, uh, you know, publishing, indie publishing and um, publishing with a publisher are two very different animals. With indie publishing, you can get a book out very quickly when you're working with a publisher. Um, you know, I, I sent it to my agent, and then after about, then she had to send it on to Cleese Press, and they looked at it, and then after they looked at it, they got back and said they were interested, but then it had to go through their editing process. Um, and it had to be fit into their schedule with all the other books that they're releasing. 
Um, and so it just happened to come out during the perfect month in this year. <laughs> so they controlled a lot of the right behind it. They controlled a lot of the destiny of the timing of the release of the book. Oh yeah, but you know, in in a lot, you know, we knew over a year ago what month it was going to come out. We just didn't know Bridgerton was also going to have its second season in the same month. <laughs> a, a total coincidence, and what a blockbuster move yeah. that's going to be! This thing is really going to take off. This book is it really, really is. Now, Thank you. Yes, yeah. I'm not going to reveal your name over the year. I think I figured it out what it is talking with the publicist. But I've got a couple <laughs> of questions because we have very few pen names sure. and pseudonyms on this. Golden Angel is the author of it. Do you write other genres, novels, or stuff that you use your real name or other names? And this is um. kind of a side thing for... I don't know what reason. Why the pen name? So, originally, um, I, I do not write anything under my real name currently. Um, originally, I wrote for a website. Um, I started writing back in 2005, uh, and it was an erotic website. And because of that, some of the messages that people would send were... Um, I got, I got, because I, I, especially because I wrote a lot of interracial, I got a lot of um, messages from people that were not very kind and sometimes threatening. Um, and so it had been suggested even before I started, like pretty much everyone on the website used pseudonyms. So I did too. And getting those messages kind of confirmed to me that that was a good idea. Um, and then in 2012, uh, some of my fans from the site pushed me and asked me if I would make one of the stories that I had written for it into a book that they could purchase. And I said, well, let me look into how difficult this would be. Um, and it, it turned out that just self-publishing a book, that just getting it up for sale is the very easy part. Um, <laughs> So I said, okay, yeah, I can do this. And I put the book up for sale so it's called The Venus School. I put that up on pretty much every retailer that I could find. Um, and instead of using my, using my real name or using a, a name that would be unfamiliar, I kept my pen, I kept the pseudonym from the website and made that my pen name, never thinking that this would one day be a career. Um, I, you know, at, at the time I was like, oh yeah, I just write for free for a website. Yeah, I'm a writer. I didn't consider myself an author. I didn't, and I was, I was, I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it for the people from the website who wanted to read me. Um, and that that website has done some really great things for me. That that uh, my first book with Cleese Press was originally a story on that website, um, which was how my agent found me. Uh, was by finding that story and saying, hey, I think you have something here. I'd, I'd like to see if we can turn this into a book. So I, I signed on with them, and uh, Marriage Training became the first book that I did with Cleese Press, and now I've got The Duke's Pursuit with them. Um, and, yeah, so I, I just kind of got stuck with the pen name on accident. <laughs> I've had a couple but of authors... A couple of authors from my group, when we first started the show years ago, that were writing erotica books to subsidize mm -hmm. their income because it was selling yeah. so good while they wrote their, yeah. you know, Korean novel or their autobiography <laughs> or a memoir. And I'm finding out um, money-wise, 
erotica romance is really a hot seller throughout the country. Oh, yeah. Romance is um, the second largest um, selling genre in the country. I think it's right behind just like regular genre fiction um, in how much it sells. And it's got a very dedicated audience and they are very fast readers (laughs) and they cannot get enough. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of books out there. It's still, you know, you still have to find your audience. But yeah, I mean, once once you do find your audience, it is, I'm, it's, I'm very lucky. I became a full-time author back in 2020. Um, I'd be, I had been working towards that once I realized it was possible starting in 2018. Um, and most of the full-time authors that I know are also romance authors. Who um, inspired you as the authors out there? Who did you read? Um, well, so at first I kind of started out on the website. That was something that I found in college. Um, and then after, what started me on books was uh, three authors, Lexi Blake, Cherise Sinclair, and Calypso Masters. And they were the ones who made me realize that people were writing books that were a lot like what I was writing for free for this website. Um and, and seeing how they set up their books, and um, they, they were, uh, the writing was just so good. I'm still a huge fan of all of them, and I'm, I'm very lucky that I've actually gotten to meet Calypso Masters, who's one of, like, my heroes. <laughs> I got to go to her convention last year, which was one of the coolest things. Isn't um, that something when you do that? Able. When you meet some of the people yeah. that you've read about? And you have this uh, that was, uh, image of the person in your mind before you meet them. And then you, you walk right by them sometimes. You, no, that can't be that person. Yes. It, it's so cool. Yes. Oh, gosh. And Calypso, is, she's the, she is the cutest, sweetest woman. Um, and I would never, ever have guessed. <laughs> she, she writes what she writes um, if I walked by her just like on the street I would have never ever picked her out as, as that but yeah it was it's one of those things where um, you know I was I was reading them back uh, probably around 2010 2011 and then um, 50 Shades came out and really blew up the genre yeah. um, and, and which meant that there were a lot more authors who started writing uh, the kind of BDSM romances. And, the trend, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the trend really picked up. But, you know, I've been, Lexi Blake uh, had been hitting, has been writing this for, God, years. Um, and, and she and Shayla Black actually had a fantastic series. And they, you know, they were hitting the USA Today and New York Times bestseller list. Um, I, I kind of think that they, in a lot of ways, they kind of opened up the genre. Some of these authors that I was reading, and then paved the way. And then we had the Fifty Shades boom, which was wonderful because E.L. James really made it into such, you know, Fifty Shades was such a cultural phenomenon that really made it um, acceptable for women to not only, you know, say that they were reading books like that, but that they could read them openly in public. They could discuss them. And it, I think it did lift a lot of the shame that was kind of around the genre. It was a little bit more secretive before that. Like, yeah. um, Lexi Blake and, and Shayla Black were hitting the list, but a lot of people weren't willing to talk about what they were reading yet. Um, and I, I'm watching that change over the past 
10 years has been really, really cool. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the award-winning Authors Hour radio program on Smokin' 99.9 FM, available on podcasts after the show on anchor.fm slash Wayne dash bobber and previous episodes are all on there too and uh it really works out well a lot of people four or five hundred you know tonight will be listening to that the numbers just blow me away on it uh with the uh, electronic technology we have we'd like to welcome our listeners down in st petersburg tampa area too on wbbf and out in seattle on one of our affiliates out there uh armed forces naked uh network and uh so many others uh are you the first author in your family i have a question from uh, worcester massachusetts for mary i am not uh, my mom's side is actually very creative um i, I can't really talk too much about it without outing my, <laughs> without doxing myself but yeah. um one of my aunts does own a publishing house of poetry and writes poetry um another aunt writes nonfiction. she's uh, incredibly well-known and constantly um, doing interviews, and she does a lot of research and is just a beautiful writer. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I, I have a few of my mom's cousins are also involved in various writing or creative pursuits. Have so, you ever ventured um, into poetry? Uh, when I was younger, I, I did really enjoy poetry. Um, as, as an adult, I definitely have... I kind of always wanted to write, well, I wanted to write pop fiction for a long time. When I was in middle school, I wanted to be like the next Christopher Pike or R.L. Stein. Um, in high school, I was very into fantasy and sci-fi, a lot of Tamora Pierce and Elizabeth Moon and Anne McCaffrey. Um, and what, I, what eventually I kind of realized, especially after I found the website that I did, was that one of the reasons I really loved um, a lot of the sci-fi and fantasy that I did was because there was usually a romance plot in yep. it. Um, and so that really took me down the path um, to the romance genre. And from there, I just <laughs> went all in. Because that, that's one of the things I really love about the romance genre is that it's, it's, you have all of the other genres within the romance genre. So yep. if I want to read contemporary I can if I want to read sci-fi or high fantasy or urban fantasy um, it, it's it's all there which is I, or historical <laughs> you know which I, and I'm, I'm a big fan of pretty much anything historical so are you um, surprised yeah, at the phenomena, uh, phenomenal growth of poetry in the country I you know I, I am a little bit I've always loved it but I was always kind of um the, the kind of person who was like, oh, yeah, I love poetry, and people would be like, really? It, it didn't feel like there were too many other people who did. Um, so I'm, I'm thrilled about it, but yeah, it did kind of surprise me that it's, it's started uh, really booming. Um, but I also think that poetry has changed a lot over the years, especially from when I'm, I was writing it. I don't think I would be able to write anything comparable to the poets today. Um, it and seems I, uh, around here, the outdoor uh, reading with the COVID virus and stuff, uh, a lot mm -hmm. of country settings now are setting up for the poetry explosion that's happening in New England. I don't know nationwide. I think it's the entire country, you know, from the uh, inaugural uh, address 
uh, to that great mm-hmm. piece of work on that by Amanda. And then uh, America's Got Talent uh, actually had a poetry winner for a million dollars and got his own show in oh, Las wow. Vegas on poetry. And uh, first time ever. Everything's a first time. First, the explosion in this last three or four years has been right through the roof. And now the outdoor yeah. events that are popping up in New England, I mean, there's 20, 30 poets at every event, all free to the public. And it's, uh, I've been to a couple of them. And what I love about it, it's the families that are going. The kids mm-hmm. are going with the parents. And to get that kind yeah. of exposure to young people away from the computers is so, so refreshing. Yeah, well, and I, I think outdoor events just kind of in general because of the pandemic, like any entertainment you can go to outside, people are craving. And, you know, I mean, the same thing kind of happened with ebooks is when we were all stuck inside, there, there was a boom in e-book, e-reader sales and in ebook sales because people, they want, a, you know, they want something different. <laughs> um, it's that little bit of escapism, whether you're getting it from going and listening outdoors to someone reading poetry or if you're staying in and escaping to a new world on your e-reader. Um, I, I think it really, it's kind of servicing the same need, which a lot of us are all feeling very strongly still. I got an email here from Elizabeth from Poughkeepsie, New York. She's listening on TuneIn Radio. And she says she is a writer, uses her own name, and is really thinking about getting into the erotica writing because of the financial part of it. And she wants to know, and I think this is such a great, great question. And I want to thank everybody at WayneWNRIJahoo.com. When you do go out on the road with the pandemic uh, reviews and that for book signings or being promoted mm-hmm. by the publisher that, and uh, come meet Golden Angel, now how do you get out of it? Because you're not used, how can they promote your name? Because it, it's a pseudonym uh, versus your real name. The, I think the oh. public would say, well, who the hell is it? You know, who is it? Um, It's interesting. I actually, I did a, um, I have a TikTok series um, on my TikTok, which is at Golden Angel Romance, which I do for writers. It's called Just the Tip, um, and it's author tips for authors. And one of the things that I've been talking about this past week is pen names. And the first one I did on it, the very first thing I said was Golden Angel is not my real name. And I got a couple comments, which I usually get when people ask that we're surprised that it's not my real name. Um, so a lot of people will just assume that your pseudonym is your real name. I will say when I am introducing myself to someone now uh, in in my real life, I have to pause and think <laughs> about what I'm going to say because I forget my real name. Um, Golden Angel has become so much of my persona that I, I do. I feel like it's me. I, I answer to it. My friends, uh, my author friends that I hang out with call me Golden Angel. We know each other's real names. We never call each other by them. Um, it just it feels weird. It's like, no, I'm sorry. There, No, you you don't look like an Aaron. You're, yeah, I can't. <laughs> um, in my head, this is who you are. So and you've already addressed the, uh, the situation on TikTok, you said? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and, you know, it's, it, honestly, I, I like being under the pen name. It's, it does still feel like me. It feels like a part of me. Um, 
and I, it's, it, but at the same time, it's also a persona that I can step into. Like if I am having a bad day, if I am um, not feeling personable and I go to a signing, which I do go to two to three signings a year other than the, you know, that first year of the pandemic, um, I, I get to step into that persona and a lot of my cares kind of fall away because Golden Angel doesn't have the same problems that I do. Interesting. <laughs> um, she gets to just go and be an author and be with the people who love her work and um, chit-chat with other authors and talk to their readers and and it is, it, it, it's kind of it, like stepping into a separate persona even though she's still me. Um, but yeah, we just, we promote everything as Golden Angel. I I do. I go to several signings. Everyone just calls me Golden Angel while I'm there. My husband calls me Golden Angel while we're there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it, it becomes a part of you, honestly. And I've talked to my other author friends about this who, who have been doing it for a while. And it, we all, all of us, like, have to think twice before we sign a receipt, before we introduce ourselves. Like, um one of my friends was telling me when she bought her house, she accidentally used her author name on every single page of her mortgage, and they had to go back through and re-sign it because she forgot to use her real name. I got an email here from oh. Sue from Provincetown, Cape Cod, and she her question to you, and uh, she said she writes under another name also. Oh. And her question to you, because you have, her mind is racing. Where do you see oh. yourself in five years? Um, well, I actually have a five-year plan. Um, <laughs> uh, so I became full-time in 2022, and I, I set up a five-year plan because um, one of the things that I am doing is kind of trying to slowly work myself towards uh, releasing a few less books a year. Um, in 2020, I think I released 12 books that year, like one book a month, um, which was a lot. That was that was too much for me. Uh, this year, I think I'm releasing nine, nine or ten. Um, and so, by in in the in the five years, I would like to be releasing six to seven books a year. Um, I have a second pen name that I'm planning on setting up which I want to, as much as I enjoy what I write, and I'm going, I plan on keep, I plan to keep writing it and releasing two to three books a year as Golden Angel, um, I would really like to write some uh, steamy paranormal and urban fantasy, um, which are two of my loves that I haven't really been able to get into yet. So that's actually something I'm starting next year. Uh, I'd like to just kind of continue being successful where I am. I'm I, I'm so lucky. There's the number of authors. I didn't know this um, until a couple of years ago, but the number of authors that do, are able to become full-time authors is a lot smaller than I realized it was. So if I can keep that up um, and and you know maintain the the lifestyle that we have um, and be a full-time author and just keep doing my dream job. I'd, I'd also really like to set up some stuff. I'm, I'm enjoying my Just the Tip series on TikTok um, and doing things for other authors and giving back to the community because I've, I've found the community to be very, very um, supportive and I was given so much support and advice when I was really first starting out and I'd I've been working on trying to give back to that. So if I can find a few ways to keep that up or 
do that in a way that's impactful, that would be really great, too. I get an email from Worcester, Massachusetts, from Polly, as she listens to all the fine programming at W1RI. And her question to you is, she has a granddaughter who's a freshman this year and wants to pursue a writing career. What advice do you have for a freshman just starting high school? Um, believe in yourself. That was something I didn't do at the beginning of my career. Like I said, I, you know, I just kind of put the book up, never thinking um, it would become a career. And I didn't really, for the first four or five years that I was writing, I did not treat it like it would ever become a career. I didn't reach out to the community. I didn't... Uh, it, I, I had, again, it was one of my readers who pushed me to get onto Facebook, and that's when I first started networking with other authors. That's when I started learning about how to do things. Um, The thing about being an author and and starting your career today is that there is a ton of information out there to help new authors, which is incredible. It can also be really overwhelming. Um, So I would say if if she knows that that's what she wants to do, start start writing keep writing because it's I've, I've literally I've been writing I don't remember a time when I didn't write um, and I you get better and better the more that you do it um, the more that she can share her writing with people who might enjoy it so that she can get feedback um, but really just like believing in yourself and persevering because I, I it is getting it's it's getting harder to become an author. Um, I, I do think that that is true. When I started out in 2012, I put up a book that had almost no editing. It was completely self-edited. It was a, it was a homemade cover that I made myself that was terrible. Um, and I was coming in with a fan base because I'd been writing for the website, and I let my readers there know that I had put out a book. Um, and so I was very lucky to have that. Uh, and but a lot of authors who started writing, uh, indie authors who started writing into around 2012 and pu- self-publishing in those early years, we didn't. There weren't a lot of other books that were priced where we were pricing our books. Yeah. Um, and now there's a lot on the market. Um, so you know, regardless of what genre you end up writing in, it is getting harder, and a lot. But a lot of the time, the people who succeed are the ones who just persevere. Um, you know, I had been writing for eight years while working a full-time job before, uh, or publishing. I'd been publishing for eight years while working a full-time job um, before making the move to being a full-time author. And but when I did that, I had about fifty books out. Um, wow. And that's that's another important yeah that's another important thing though is because it's not that I've had you know I haven't had any books that are like oh my gosh this you know I'm not in the the next DL James or anything but I have a very steady pace of releasing books um, my my goal is to kind of be like the the kinky Nora Roberts that would be my lifetime goal <laughs> just kind of the really steady. Um, putting out books that people who love the genre love my books and just building building and building and building that like kind of long term career um, and that's I, I think a lot of authors get discouraged when their first or second or third book doesn't take off and really it, it takes anywhere from 10 to 20 books before it does start to take off um, partly because there it is there's a lot of people who write now there's a lot of books on the market 
Um, and But the more books that you have out there, the less each individual book kind of matters. You know, like yep. if I have a book that doesn't do well on one day, it's okay because right now I've got like 70 other books. Um, well, the so, whole thing too is exposure. If you get a, uh, a reader that likes one or two of your books, now they're going oh, to get yeah. into you as a writer and say, Oh, I didn't know she had these other ones. And it's going to be such a ripple mm-hmm. effect. It could avalanche overnight for you. I, I want to thank you very oh, yeah. much for coming on the show. The Duke's Pursuit by Golden Angel, available right now. And it'll be right up there at the top of the list. And uh, I'm convinced uh, you are really, really on your way. What a resume you oh, have. thank you. Now, i got to ask you one <laughs> thank thing. Thank you so much. I'm not going to give sure. anything away, but are you okay. a New York girl? I am not. I am a Maryland girl. Oh, I was close. I tried to, from <laughs> yeah, your voice, I said she's got to be from New York. It's Maryland, huh? Okay. It's got to be the... Yeah, yeah. Maryland. It's got to be the crab cakes down there. That's what it is. That's what's doing. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much, you so mystery much author Golden Angel, and uh, very entertaining and enlightened our audience worldwide on using another name. And don't be afraid to write in other genres if you're trying to supplement your income and, uh, you know, to yeah. other do, uh, genres that you're working on, stuff like that, bigger, larger projects and stuff like that, because it can be very, very lucrative. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Okay. Take care now and have one of the best days of your life. (laughs) Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And uh, I've got to let you know, too, we got uh, a poetry and art exhibit. Our 10th anniversary theme is hope. And that's going to be September 30th to October 23rd of 2022. And uh, they're, re- they're accepting registrations now with a $10 fee from February 23rd to April 1st for the poets. And that is attention Scott Simmons. Okay, that's down in Hope, Rhode Island. Poetry and Art Exhibit. And uh, I believe that's the Wickford uh, program down there on the old 102 right on the water uh and that's going to be a blockbuster also uh good news for independent bookstores in the new england area and massachusetts uh amazon had some brick and mortar stores in massachusetts if you weren't aware of it over in dedham mass and linfield mass and amazon uh first they killed traditional bookstores years and years ago then they opened up their own Now Amazon is doing away with its brick-and-mortar bookstores and going back to online. This is uh, e-commerce and a total of 68 retail locations, uh, bookstores, brodership of bricks-and-mortar stores, four-star stores, and other events that they have. They're going to concentrate strictly online with the uh, programs on that. We're also going to talk about comic books. How big is it? Well, we have a destination company, and we are at the Dragon. 
Green Dragon Comics and Collectibles, right at the intersection of Route 100 and 102, 401-949-2076. Get on Facebook. Check it out. Check out the website, Fortnite Magic the Gathering. If you're missing one or two editions of your favorite comic book, I would bet she has it right on the shelf. If not, she has a great reputation for a locator service. She knows all the ends. And proud to announce right here on the Authors Hour, uh, now that the virus is really calming down and get down to acceptable levels right now, uh, that particular business, now notoriously every year, the first Saturday in May, had free comic book day. From the manufacturers. And I was talking to a proprietor of Green Dragon Comics and gift shops last Friday afternoon. I stopped in for her weekly ad and stuff. And she says, Wayne, she says it's coming back. So we're going to have that promotion too for absolutely free comic books. And that's coming up. I believe it's going to be the first weekend in May of this year. Now today is Tuesday. And that means the best special on a fantastic pizza approved by Jeff Gamage, the connoisseur of pizzas and calzones right here at WNRI and our co-host of Recipe for a Good Day. He highly recommends take advantage every Tuesday at Sirio's Pizza Rima and Restaurant up there at the Bridgeton Triangle, alias 405 Church Street, for the Tuesday Lodge Cheese Pizza Special, 15 slices, Rectangle shape on a nice cornmeal crust. Only $7. 52 years in business. And I got an email from Teresa right here right now. Uh, help wanted. If you're an experienced server or would like to know the pizza business about taking orders, getting some skills of answering the phone, apply in person. Talk to Teresa or Jimmy on that at Sirio's Pizza Rima and Restaurant. Now, if you're going to be watching some of that college basketball stuff and hockey games tonight uh, being on a Tuesday night and want a delivery, they have not lost an order yet. Give them a call at 401-568-7187 and they can get that order right to your door. And Sunday dinner for two, 52 times a year, only $23.99 at Cereal's. Pizza, Rima, and Restaurant. AuthorsHourBookstore.com New and slightly read books. If you heard our author interview on our Authors Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closeout book. Again, it's the new AuthorsHourBookstore.com And also, with all this flipping going on, with the houses going so fast, especially this part of the country with the low interest rates, uh, proud to announce Falcon Properties Preservation Group, LLC, is one of our newest sponsors right here, W1RI in the Authors Hour. And that's proprietor Timothy Falcon. Moving all types of clean-outs, real estate clean-out specialists, and a little twist to it to save you some moolah. In this tight, tight times, he has a fleet of tilt-body dump trucks that eliminates the cost of that big container hanging around in your yard. Get it ready. 
Get it on the truck, one shot, and eliminate that one step. It's Falcon Properties Preservation, Mr. Timothy Falcon, located at 401-205-5786. They specialize in estate cleanouts. And Oscar the Grouch was working again this morning. I spotted his red truck Sunday. I saw him last night. And he's you're really trying to save the energy. I think he was working under candlelight. And we're talking about American Beauty Sign Works. And yes, they are an essential coronavirus small business right here in Northern Rhode Island. The only one that's certified. He's got the plaque right on the door. And if you want to do business with a Vietnam vet, he is your man. Right, he's a member of 818 here in Woonsocket. You know, even though he's in the Navy, I'm not going to discredit him. He's not a hardcore Marine. But, you know, he still did his service. And vehicle graphics. And why the big move to 706 St. Paul Street in North Smithfield? Right behind Little General, across from the fire department, right-hand side of Powell Motors. Now I'm showing my age. Why the big move to St. Paul Street? Big overhead doors now for the graphics, for the trailers and the boats and the trucks. I want to see the work he did on Facebook. I shared his pictures. Fantastic. And they have no excuse now. Weather does not determine what they're going to do for vehicle wraps and all those graphics. Trade shows. Uh, book signings. I know I've got a beautiful sign that I had them make for me. It's an easel set up. And it's, it works just like a window shade. It's got an aluminum, rust-free uh, rust base. You pull it right up, put it on the easel, and that's your sign for selling books right behind you. You have the one-time cost of the aluminum frame, and then you can change the sign for your most current book. Instant sales right there. That and so much more. And American Beauty Signworks has a 60-inch screen with the portfolio from the tri-state region. And Desiree with three E's will be glad to show you some of the fantastic artwork available for your next sign. I know you're just doing your taxes now and you want to increase that bottom line. Get the people back in your store. You know, 8 to 10 seconds before they turn right or left. You gotta have the right signage, up to date signage, including digital. Take a ride over to Hercules Pizza in Forestdale, right down in the valley down there. They've got a restaurant menu digital right above the counter. It's like when you're sitting in a registry at a doctor's office, you see the digital signs. Oscar does that too. Anything in signs, and they're not afraid to travel the tri state region. American Beauty Sign Works. 401-767-2922. And let them know that the Radio Personality Best and Readers Choice Awards are winner sent you there. Okay, Poetry World Series. Poetry and Open Mic. Uh, a new group that's uh, put together their second year. And what a head of steam they got going. Uh, we had... Karen Warinsky on last week explaining the whole program and it's called Poets at Lodge and it's on Facebook now and they've got a big event coming up this Saturday March 19th from 7 to 9 p.m. 
and then the other ones later in the year go to the afternoon two to four performances. But this one is at the Sing Performance Center, White and Mill Complex, 60 Douglas Road in Whitensville, Massachusetts. Poetry and open mic. And Blockbuster Poet Laureates of the Year from numerous states, and they're really going to change it up. They have other upcoming events coming up on March 22nd, June 26th, October 23rd, and that'll go hand in hand, back and forth, from the Whiten Complex over in Douglas, uh, Whitensville, Mass., and the iconic Roseland Park. Uh, two years in a row over there in the Woodstock area in beautiful northeast quiet corner of Connecticut. That's the one that's beautiful outdoor amphitheater. And this is rain or shine because they have a big barn that they have it set up in there too. And we have some blockbuster authors, some poetry, top notch, the best in New England. Uh, some of them are actually from Canada. couple events that I went to in the last two or three weeks, it was very, very similar. You always have somebody come out and kick the tires and slam the hood. They forgot their keys in the car. They locked the key and the key fob in the car. Now, who are they going to call? They're going to call Ghostbusters? They're going to call an ex-wife? Be reminded of three months back at home morning? No, I gave you enough time. Get your paper and pencil. It's Larry's 24-hour towing. Lockout service, jump-starting service. Maybe the dome light got stuck in the, you know, with the uh, seatbelt in the door. And um, so many things, a black ice sliding off the road. Or did you just make a good score on something and it's unregistered? How are you going to get it home without paying a $99 fine? Give Larry's 24-hour towing a call. Or if you're looking for a used auto or truck, or really multitasking now, schedule a Rhode Island vehicle and state inspection. Same phone number, 401 568 6286. Carrie, Peter, John, Brian, Jerry, what a crew! I'm not talking about the seven dwarfs. I'm talking about ASC certified mechanics and towing experts. Up to seven different trucks, whether it's a flatbed or on the hook. Expert bodywork and insurance estimates. Give you that number again. 401-568-6286. Download it into your cell phone or electronic advice right now. You never know when you need it. Boy, things are going good. I got an email here. They want to know more about that poetry thing I was talking about a little bit. And I got uh, Kerrigan on there. I got some members from ARIA and a few other things coming in. Okay, the poet I was talking about at the inauguration for Sleepy Joe was Amanda Gorman. And that turned into a three-book deal, a million per book. And one of them is out right now. And... uh, Call us what we carry, and let me see. The uh, America's Got Talent poet winner was Brandon Leak from Stockton, California. And then he got that $1 million deal in Las Vegas, and he's expanded on that even more. And they came, uh, he came back as a guest on America's Got Talent after that, too. Um, Orange Live is doing really good. And so many other events. I'm seeing them pop up uh, all the different advertisements right now. And I was right on that. 
uh, our ARIA anthology, Iconic Rhode Island, uh, will be the seventh anthology in our group's history. It started all the way back in 2016 with Shoreline, and 2021 was our newest one called Green. And that's really growing. Uh, a lot of people with the anthologies I found out when my book signings have bought one or two of the different years and they're looking for different years as they're coming out or waiting for a new one to add to the collection. So on another part uh, of the Authors Hour radio program is a discussion on anthologies. And uh, it's really a big, big genre or to get your name out as an author, not in your own book, but a selected story. And uh, think outside the box a little bit out of your regular genre and submit something. As long as it's well done and has the guidelines, you've got some really good odds of getting in there if you're a good writer. And all advertising is good. No matter what is in an anthology, it'll lead to more sales. Somebody will start doing a search on the author's name. And it'll generate sales in your regular book line. It's all a networking effect with the anthologies. And uh, some pretty good writing. Uh, what I like about anthologies is chapter books and stuff like that. Uh, tremendous amount of people have a book right on their uh, nightstand and read one chapter a night and it's just enough to relax them, get them away from the problems of the day and to ease into a nice snooze for the night. The anthologies are absolutely perfect on that. And at the same time, too, you meet your neighbors in your group because then you realize what type of writing the person on the side of you writes when you go to your monthly meetings or events and stuff like that. So it's a win-win situation for everybody. Did you know we have a he shed in Harrisville? And this is not a typo. It's not a she shed. It's a he shed at Northeast Race Cars and Speed. They're building race cars and chassis right in Boroughville. Local jobs, local taxpayers. Condolences go out to the owner's wife, uh, Raylene Hopkins. Her mother passed away last week. Uh, condolences from the entire W1RI family. But, you know, business goes on, and Herbie's running the fort there at Northeast Race Cars and Speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair by calling 401-710-9992. Now, if you're ordering race car parts to get you in Victory Lane from Wiscasset, Maine, or New Smyrna, Florida, or Martinsville, Virginia, if you give them a call before 11 o'clock at 1-800-766-4748, they'll get it right on the road for you. Race cars, parts, and supplier, custom fabrication, chassis setup, race car parts, and service from a career-long racer, Mr. Shane Hopkins, in all divisions. He, you know, he paid his dues with the grandkids down the Seekonk on the lower divisions, too. You know, the uh, Nutmeg Series and uh, the Bandoleros and, you know, those legend cars. And also, he was a member of 2010 for a national championship with Mr. Keith Rocco. He's building trucks, too. Seekonk Speedway this year, there'll be three trucks in that division put together by Mr. Shane Hopkins. It's really 
changing the industry for local taxpayers and local workers right here in Northern Rhode Island. Now, Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, their motto is get it repaired the very first time using quality parts at an affordable price. Herbie says it's a winning combination. It's worked for over 20 years. 401-710-9992. Northeast Race Cars and Speed with the 53-foot trailers at all your local racetracks and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, sharing the same property at Six Hill Road in Harrisville, Rhode Island. What a great show today. A good, good book by a USA Today bestselling author, author Golden Angel. And boy, she is pumping out some books. The name of the book today was The Duke's Pursuit. And this show is available on anchor.fm slash Wayne-Barber. The power of computers. I get a little beep. So that means it's 9.59. And I'd like to thank our sponsors today for making this show possible. Association of Rhode Island Authors, Book Lovers Gourmet, Cereal's Pizza, Got that $7 special today, 15 slices. The Authors Hour Bookstore, heck, I'm going to give you another 10% off by mentioning today's show. American Beauty Sign Works, Oscar the Grouch is waiting for the call. Northeast Speed, Boroughville Motors, Falcon LLC, Harvest Moon Health Foods, be open at 10 o'clock, and Green Dragon Comics. We are at the Dragon. Thank you very much, and have one of the best days of your life. Thank you to our fine sponsors, guests, and emailers at WayneWNRIDeYahoo.com and for tuning in to the Author's Hour. Remember to shop locally and to read a book, and tomorrow, please have the best day of your life. Your host, Wayne G. Barber.